Welcome to Empowered Radio. I am your host, Emma Montgomery, an online nutrition and fitness coach and creator of Shred Within. Each week, we'll talk all things nutrition, training, and mindset. You'll be able to take my tips and strategies and apply what you learn to see results with both your body and your mind. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. This episode of Empowered Radio is brought to you by Spring. Spring is a platform that I use to run all of my programs and is perfect for any coach looking to have their own fitness app. Use code EMMA250 for $250 off your own app or schedule a demo with their team at springapp.com. That's S-P-R-N-G-A-P-P.com. What's up, guys, and welcome back. We are going to kick off the podcast with the review of the week, and that is from Miss Brittany Coleman. She said, today's episode on Macros 101 was great. This is a must listen if you're new to macros or struggling. Definitely will help me with tracking. Thanks for all you do to help people. You are awesome. So thank you, Brittany, for the amazing review. If you will email me at macroswithm at yahoo.com, we will get you a shirt sent out. So I appreciate, again, everyone who has left a rating, a review, um, and when you share that in your stories. So again, thank you for that. And we're going to dive right into the episode today. And um, it is going to be about navigating your holidays to minimize fat gain. So we're going to talk on... Um, some things that you can do to specifically, I hate to say stay on track, but again, to minimize fat gain um, and basically just not eat like an asshole (laughs) over the holidays and gain a bunch of weight. So um, I know people tend to freak out when it comes to this time of year, because honestly, um, this, these holidays, this time of year are the ones where everything is uh, centered around food. And so Naturally, we want to just throw in the towel and say, we know we're going to gain a bunch of weight. It's not worth trying or tracking, or um, maybe we do really well up into like the day of a holiday and then we um, kind of get carried away and we just throw in the towel from there because we feel like we overdid it and there's no coming back from that, which is silly. So, um, what I'm going to share with you guys today are some actual strategies that you can implement on the days of the holidays, um, things leading into those days. And um, yeah, just tips like that to really help you feel more in control of your health and fitness um, around those days. So let's first just talk for a second so that we can get some idea and perspective on what it really takes to gain a pound of fat. And we're not talking about weight as in water weight. We're talking about a pound of fat. So 3,500 calories is what is the equivalent of a pound of fat. So it would literally take 3,500 calories over your total daily energy expenditure. So I know I've talked about this before, but that is your BMR. So your basal metabolic rate, that is the amount of calories that your body needs just to keep the lights on. So that is you waking up and just being alive. That's the amount of calories that you're going to burn plus your daily activity. So your steps, any daily movement, your workouts, all of that lumped together is your total daily energy expenditure. 
So for example, if mine is 2000 calories to maintain my current weight, that's my, um, the amount of calories that I need. I would have to eat 3,500 calories over that. So like 5,500 calories to store a pound of body fat. So that's really hard to do. So when you have a meal, um, if you're somebody that has a cheat meal or when you eat on the holiday and you overindulge a little bit, which is okay, it's the holidays, guys. Like, relax just a little bit. That's why I'm talking about this first. Um, and you weigh yourself the next day and you see that the scale is up, unless you ate 3,500 calories over your total daily energy expenditure, which again is really hard to do, um, you're you're not seeing body fat on the scale. You're seeing water retention from increased food volume and a lot of extra sodium. So just know that first and foremost, if you see any kind of weight fluctuations after you um, overeat a little bit, it's it's highly unlikely that it's going to be body fat. So I just wanted to start with that so that that would give you guys some peace of mind and some um, just perspective on really what it takes to store a pound of body fat. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk about is the fact that we have 46 days left in the year and only three of those are days where you should be, um, I don't even want to say freaking out, but like thinking about overindulging a little bit. So we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. That's three days out of 46. Really, that's three meals if you look at it that way. And if you're you know, somebody that eats three meals a day, you're talking about a hundred and something meals. So three meals out of 140 or whatever that math is. So that's not a lot. So if you are freaking out over three meals, three days out of the next 46 days, again, that should put your mind at ease that it's very minimal that you're going to overdo something that big in that amount of time over three days or three meals. So now I want to um, just, I really wanted to start with that so that it kind of gives you guys some peace of mind. And again, puts it in perspective what we're talking about in terms of what it's going to take to gain fat and then how much the, you know, the timeline you're looking at, you're really talking about three meals, three days, and then the next 46, that's not a lot. So Here are my five tips to minimize fat gain this holiday season. The first one is super simple, but it's just make it a priority. So a lot of people want to rely on motivation um, to work out, to eat healthy, but you're never going to be motivated all the time. Heck, half the time I'm not motivated to go to the gym. I do it because I've made it a priority. I know I feel better after I work out um, and it's it's just important to me. So it's something that I have prioritized and made a habit and part of my day. And quite honestly, if I missed a workout, it would feel like I missed doing something like work or it's, it's just become so ingrained in what I do, um, that it would feel weird if I missed it. So that should be the way that you treat your health and fitness, you know, make it a priority. Don't make it something that you're only going to do if you're motivated because motivation is fleeting. And again, we know that especially this time of year when we're a little more busy, we're around friends and family and it's harder to, you know, chisel out time for those things. We're likely to let that workout slip or, you know, not pack our 
lunch to work if we know that there are going to be um, goodies around the office. So things like that. I also know it's harder this time of year when it's colder out, you know, we're more covered up, we're wearing more clothes, it's sweater weather, you know, if we gain a couple pounds, we're not as worried about it because we're more hidden, so to speak. Um, and there's tempting food everywhere. So again, just, you know, auditing your environment. If you know that there are things at work, you know, customers, when I used to work at the bank, they used to bring in cookies and cakes and candy and lots of stuff, you know, over the next like month. Um, and so I was very aware of that and I would make sure that I packed my lunch every day, but I would also bring something that was sweet, um, that I can enjoy that would be more aligned to my goals. But heck, if I wanted a cookie, I would have, you know, have that and be done. But I'm just saying there are things that you can do to prepare yourself so that you're not sitting around hungry and then going and eating like 14 pieces of fudge in the break room (laughs) versus, you know, eating your packed lunch and having one piece of fudge in the break room or packing your own like sweet treat that works more with your goals. So again, just auditing your environment, um, making it a priority and knowing that you're not going to be motivated all of the time because that's just the way it works. We're not motivated to go to work every day, but we still do it because we have to. You know, you're not motivated to pay your car payment, but you do it because you don't want some guy rolling up in a a tow truck and pulling it out of the driveway. So um, there are just things that we do because we know that we need to. And your health and fitness is super important. It's important to stay healthy and to feel good and you know, if you feel good, then you're going to be there for your friends and family and show up as your best self. So taking care of you first and foremost is going to be a huge priority. So just remember that um, and remember the foods and the things and the habits that you have and what you do, how it makes you feel. If it makes you feel better to eat healthier and to get your workout in and to get some daily movement in, Keep those things going, even when it's a little challenging around this time of year. So that's the first top tip is just making sure that you're keeping it a priority, um, especially this time of year. So the next couple of things, um, the next four tips are really strategies that you can actually use on the day of the holiday where you're going to have um, a meal in there that you're obviously not going to want to track. When I have people ask me, how do I track casseroles and do I make like low calorie stuff for Thanksgiving? No, I don't track anything or Christmas. Um, I don't track my food on those days. I don't get in my fitness pal. I don't want to be living in an app on the day of a holiday where I should be spending time with my family. And I, I just, I don't do that. Um, also, I don't make anything low calorie. I make a bomb sweet potato casserole that I literally cannot wait (laughs) to make and eat. That's my favorite thing on Thanksgiving, which is crazy because it's something that that I make. Um, But no, I don't, I don't make low calorie dishes for the holiday. I don't track what I eat, Um, but I also mind what I'm eating. I'm very mindful. I eat until I'm content. I don't um, eat to where I'm so full that I can't move and I also, like I said um, in tip number one, I keep daily movement going. I make sure that my other meals are are clean and good and I'm eating in a way that makes me feel good and not lethargic and, you know, I don't want to feel shitty after I eat. So 
again, I do enjoy myself, but I don't take it to an extreme where I'm so full I can't move. And I also don't um, keep leftovers to where I just want to like pick at it the rest of the week. So um, on this next tip, we're going to talk about calorie cycling, which I know I've talked before, um, but it's just really looking at your weekly calories versus the day. So, um, and we're talking your calorie budget. I, again, don't recommend tracking on the holiday, but let's just say you estimate um, eating over a thousand calories over your budget. So instead of saying, well, I overate an extra thousand calories, my week is shot. I'm just going to keep eating like crap the rest of the week. You don't have to do that. Just look at your budget for the week and say, okay, I overate a thousand calories today. And this is not just for Thanksgiving. This can be for anything. Um, but looking at it, I overate a thousand calories over the next five days. I'm going to shave 200 calories from those to make up, you know, that thousand or over the next 10 days, I'm going to shave a hundred. So again, you're looking at it for a week or 10 days or the month, whatever it is versus just that day and looking at your budget that way. So again, comparing it to money, you have a budget of calories that you can disperse however you need to over the week, over the month, whatever that looks like. That is so much more realistic and easier to stick with versus looking at the day as pass or fail. Um, so if we put an example around it and let's just say your calorie budget is 1600 per day, that gives you 11,200 for the week. So let's just say you ate 2,600 on Thanksgiving. And again, we're not tracking. We're just going to say that that's what you ate and you're estimating around that, that much. You could adjust your days either leading into Thanksgiving. So you know, that Sunday through Wednesday, maybe you want to go ahead and say, I'm going to eat around 1,430 calories Sunday through Wednesday. And then Friday and Saturday, I'm going to eat 1430 so that on Thanksgiving day, I can eat 2,600 and I still hit my weekly budget of 11,200. So you can adjust days leading into Thanksgiving. You can adjust some days after Thanksgiving. Again, just looking at it on a week to 10 days to a month basis versus just the day of will help you feel more in control of your choices. And um, I don't even want to call it damage control, just looking at your budget and just, you know, seeing how you're spending your calories versus just the one day. So that's the first one is really looking at calorie cycling for the week of the holiday so that it gives you some buffer room to bank some calories for the holiday itself. Um, the next tip would be you can intermittent fast. So I know I've talked about intermittent fasting before and how it's not this magical diet, and it's not. Um, it's just a strategy, an eating window that you can implement and why it's helpful for holidays is because um, you can essentially fast through breakfast and eliminate those calories that you would normally eat that morning and push your first meal into you know, lunchtime or, you know, 12, one o'clock. And for a lot of people, that's when they eat their Thanksgiving um, dinner. So if you are someone that you can fast through breakfast, we're typically busy getting stuff ready anyways. So if you can fast through breakfast, save those calories, and then your first meal is um, your Thanksgiving dinner, then obviously you're going to have banked you know, maybe three or 400 calories, maybe more depending on what your breakfast normally is that you can put into, you know, that 
Thanksgiving meal. So again, you're you're shaving those calories and pushing them to a part of the day where you need them more. Um, so that's super helpful. Now, what um, I will say on fasting is don't if you're you know, Thanksgiving dinner isn't till later in the evening. So maybe it's five, six o'clock. Um, I would not recommend fasting until that, like being your first meal, because chances are you'll go into it ravenous and you will overeat. Um, so I would not recommend that. Now, if your meal is later and you fast through breakfast and maybe your first meal is around lunchtime, then I would keep that protein heavy. Um, and I would, uh, have some fibrous veggies to make you feel fuller, but the calories are less. Again, you're still keeping calories minimal um, up until your big meal so that, again, you're able to bank some some calories to use in your Thanksgiving dinner. So um, I know I have a lot of clients that will implement this. I do this on vacation. Um, I will also do this if I'm, you know, going somewhere for a weekend and, you know, you get to sleep a little later typically. So fasting through breakfast is, is typically pretty easy. And then just moving your first meal towards uh, lunchtime, keeping it pretty light, protein heavy, some fibrous veggies in there. So maybe like a big chicken salad or something like that. Um, and then you've got some extra calories to work with for your dinner. The next tip is going to be daily movement. So um, this one is self-explanatory and very simple, but very overlooked. So on the holiday itself, um, and even that week, I know we're busy, but so keeping daily movement a priority the week of the holiday, but also on the day of the holiday, um, yes, it can be a rest day, like if in terms of like taking it off from the gym, but that doesn't mean that you don't need to move your body. So I personally on Thanksgiving will get up and still do um, some kind of workout. Usually if I don't like if the gym was closed, for example, and you wanted to do like a home, like 30 minute hit style workout or some kind of like an EMOM or something. I've done that before. And every minute on the minute um, workout, like a quick 30 minute something. Um, I'll start my day with some sort of daily movement. And then after my Thanksgiving meal, I will always go on a walk, typically with my sisters. Um, we'll take the dog, whatever. But I always like to walk after I eat because, one, it helps digestion. Um, and I just feel better. So if you can move at some point that day, obviously that's great. Um, but I do recommend starting your day with some type of movement, whether you go for a walk that morning, a short workout at home, maybe you still hit the gym. That's awesome too. I typically do. Um, and then having some movement after your meal. So again, having a short 10 to 15 minute walk just to keep things, you know, moving, digestion going. Um, if you just sit and you're idle, chances are you're not going to feel as good. Um, I, that's when people, I think, like say that turkey makes you sleepy. <laughs> I think it's because people just overeat and then they sit down and they pass out. Um, it's not that turkey actually makes you sleepy. It's just that you ate like an asshole and you feel really lethargic. And then when you sit down and you're not moving, it's easy to just want to take a nap after you eat like that. So Daily movement is huge. 
Again, make it a priority that week, but also keep it into that day. If you want to make it a rest day, totally fine, but still get some steps in and get some movement going. Um, And the last one is be picky about what you splurge on. So this one is um, really specific to the day, but also like around the holidays themselves. So if you are somebody who like on Thanksgiving Day, your grandma makes like the best, we'll just say banana pudding. And that is something that you can only get that one time a year and you know that you want to splurge on that. That's fine. Have that, have as much as you want and enjoy the hell out of it. But don't waste calories on the store-bought pumpkin pie from Walmart then because you're probably just eating it just to eat it. So does that make sense? Be picky about what you're spending your calories on. Don't just eat something because it's there and you're, you know, in your head, you're thinking, ah, I'm eating whatever anyways. You know, enjoy what you're eating. Be mindful about what you're eating and be picky about what you're going to spend your calories on. So grandma's banana pudding. Yes. Don't waste calories on the store-bought, you know, pumpkin pie. Unless you're somebody that loves the store-bought pumpkin pie. Maybe that's what you want to splurge on. But if if that's not the case, then don't waste your calories on that. So just being really picky about what you are going to spend your calories on. Um, that way it feels like it was worth it too. Because I know some people will have buyer's remorse and they eat something. They're like, oh, I just ate it because it was there. It wasn't that good. And I just ate it because it was on my plate. If it's not good, just throw it away. Don't, don't feel like you can't, um, and I hate to say waste food. So don't come at me. I'm not saying waste food. I'm just saying don't feel like you have to eat it because it's going to be wasted. If you don't like it, just toss it. If it's something that you're questioning, like, why am I eating this? Again, it's not worth it. Um, Just be really picky about what you're going to splurge on. So again, just to recap those really quick, the first one is making your health um, and fitness a priority, keeping that a priority during the holidays and not relying on motivation. Two was implementing calorie cycling for um, the week of the holidays. So again, looking at your calories on a budget and seeing where you can bank some calories during the week um, before or after and have some extra wiggle room on the day of the holiday. Uh, Number three was intermittent fasting. So um, fasting through breakfast, saving some calories up until your main meal. And if that's not till later in the day, making sure that when you do have your other meals that they're protein heavy, have some fibrous veggies so that you stay feeling full and you're still getting plenty of protein in. Number four was daily movement. um, And that is the holiday season itself, not letting that slack, but also on the day of the holidays, making sure that you are starting your morning with something that feels good, even if it's a light walk, and that after a big meal that you're continuing continuing to move, and again, getting a walk in or just some sort of daily movement. And number five was be picky about what you're splurging on. Don't waste calories on, again, I use the example of the store-bought pumpkin pie, but um, if it's not something that you are enjoying eating, don't feel like you can't toss it, that you have to eat it so you're not wasting it. So um, just being picky about what you're splurging on. But that's all I've got for you guys today. I tried to keep it short and sweet, but wanted it to be something that was super helpful um, for going into Thanksgiving um, and some strategies that you could implement. So 
Again, as always, if you found it helpful, I always appreciate when you share the episode um, and tag me on Instagram or Facebook. But that's all I've got for you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Empowered Radio. If you enjoyed the episode or found value in it, could you do me two quick favors? One, take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tag me in it so I can say thanks. And two, could you subscribe to the podcast and leave a five-star rating and review in iTunes? It would mean the world to me. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in the next episode.